welcome to the Peace Church Life Change Podcast. Peace Church exists to glorify God and make disciples by helping everyday people experience life change through Christ-centered relationships. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast as we celebrate life change through the ministries of Peace Church. Welcome back to the Peace Church Life Change Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Perry, Mobilization Pastor. We are joined today by Drew Hill. What's up, guys? It is exciting to have Drew. Drew is uh, most known as the guy that calls me to quit student ministry. <laughs> so once Drew graduated, I decided I don't know that I can do this any longer. And so uh, I dropped out of student ministry, and now Drew is in student ministry at Peace Church. Yep. Uh, but no, we're excited to have you all back on the podcast. I just want to encourage you, if you've not yet subscribed to our podcast, just click subscribe. Then all of these episodes will automatically download to your phone or whatever device you're using to listen to these. Also, go ahead and leave us a rating and a review. Uh, that would be super cool if you do that for us. So, Drew, we are here today. Man, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and then also what led you to pursue ministry in the local church and specifically student ministry? Yeah, so my name is Drew, for those of you who don't know me. Um, man, a little bit about myself. I'm 24 years old. Um, I've been married for a year and a couple months now to my wife. That Emerson. long? For real? Yeah. Holy cow. It was it was July 20th, so, well, a year and a month then. Yeah. Um, been doing student ministry for about that long as well. Um, enjoying that. Um, love dogs. We don't have one yet, but we'll get there soon. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Uh, what got me um, into the church, into student ministry? Yeah. Um, man, I was involved in a discipleship relationship with um, Aaron, um, one of our pastors here on staff. And, um, man, my life just changed, and I wanted to live my life for Christ. And I just I just saw life differently. And so I started feeling like I wanted to give my 40 hours um, to the church, right? And um, now that I'm learning, you know, I'm called to do that, whatever job I work, right? Uh, but I just felt called to ministry. And so I went to Southeastern, uh, which is in Wake Forest, um, got a pastoral ministries degree, fell in love with the idea of ministry. And there were just some people along the way who were affirming to me, hey, you'd be a great youth pastor. You know, you'd be, you'd be awesome uh, working with students. And I had already had a passion for that, had been mm-hmm. to camp and served as a lifeguard. And then um, in the not too far from this, uh, like a counselor. And so mm-hmm. I had just felt the Lord calling me to ministry and uh, asked to do my internships here at Peace. And yeah. here we are almost two years later. And yeah. It's pretty cool, man. So we're in the same boat. Mm-hmm. We are serving in the church that we grew up in. Yeah. So for you, like, so what's it like serving in the church that you grew up in where you were that, you know, that student that was a little more wild, yeah. I would say, <laughs> but, but now you're, uh, now you're serving. So, so what's that like serving in the church you grew up in? Man, um, first of all, it's a huge blessing. Like, it's, it's there's two sides of it, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's really cool because, man, I get to see, first of all, the people who poured into me get get to be a part of my life still, right? I still get to connect with them. They still get to encourage me, and, and hopefully, you know, they're encouraged by what God's doing in, in my life. Absolutely. Um, and so it, it's cool to be able to see all those people and to be known in that way. Um, it's also cool to like know some of their kids and be able to now minister in, into their kids' lives. Like you, for example, absolutely. Uh, Adriana's coming up into the youth group and 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, for you, to you, you're Uncle Drew, you know, because you were that teenager that would come over to our house, you know, whether it was Super Bowl parties or our small groups that we would do at the house, and Adriana was a three-year-old, four-year-old, you know, so when you came over, you were, it was Uncle Drew and Uncle Kale are coming over, you Yeah, know? so it it's super cool in moments like that where yeah. it's like, man, God has been working in this church for such a long time, it's like you get to see it all come together. Um it's also difficult in ways. Sure. Um, I mean, this is my hometown, so, you know, all the baggage that comes with growing up in Wilson mm-hmm. and, and knowing certain people, it's like, some. I was with Emerson the other day, she was like, man, it'll be nice to go out and, like, not see anybody that we know. Yeah. And, and I understand that feeling, and, and man, it's just, being here is, is great, but mm-hmm. it's challenging at times. I think the great outweighs the challenges for sure it's also different because like mike for instance the youth pastor here um i worked directly with mike and he came as an intern Mm -hmm. here at peace and so he probably saw me as some bratty (laughs) middle school kid until he came and and got involved and and um yeah so it's very interesting for sure for sure for sure all right so man you know covid's kind of just thrown everything out of whack but we're gearing up you know, our reno is, is about to be completed. Yeah. We're going to be sort of relaunching in a way on September 13th. And so as we look at relaunching in the student ministry this fall, because the fall was always an exciting time. You're starting a new year, new senior class, new uh, middle schoolers coming up and things like that. So what's coming up for the students this fall? And what's the best way for them to get connected to Peace Student Ministries? Yeah, great question. Um, first things first, like you said, everything is still up in the air yeah and so i could i could go and give you a whole bunch of dates right now but i won't do that i'll tell you what's strongest about our student ministry what what we're really excited about and then how they can get connected to that so what we're really excited about this year is we're really going to put a lot of effort and a lot of focus on our small groups yeah um during covid especially we saw the importance of that community that these students are building with people their same age, their same gender, and a couple of adults who are wanting to pour into their lives. And so, man, we are really going to hit that hard this year. We've got an awesome group of leaders um, who are ready to pour into students. Um, It's going to be life groups on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. And so um, if you're a student listening or a parent who has a student and they want to get involved, man, I would just say send your student out on Wednesday night. Um, Even if they don't come on Sunday or they don't know anybody, um, we're going to take intentional matters um, to get them in a group that they mm-hmm. can connect with. And so life groups are what we're most excited about. It's the way we think our students are going to grow uh, sure. the best. And so, yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, we've got – there are obstacles to doing mass gatherings. Right. Uh, it's impossible to tell a student they got to stay six feet away from their friends, you know. <laughs> but in a small group setting, you can – we can do a little better job at Absolutely. that. Um, but like you said, you know – you can come in, like I've got a daughter who is a rising sixth grader, and, and she's shy by nature. And yeah. so for her, like coming into a mass gathering of 125, 150 students, dude, like it would freak her out. But right. to go in a room with girls her age, like mm-hmm. she's going to be known in there, and, and that guard's going to drop quite a bit. So, Absolutely. Um, what would you say is the biggest obstacle that students are facing spiritually right now? Man, <laughs> there's so many, first of all. For sure. Um, so it's interesting. I, I've asked a couple of students this recently. Um, kids miss each other, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and now that school for for some schools are going back in, you know that problem will probably be supplemented or whatever. But kids miss each other; they miss yeah. that community, they miss that um, interaction. And so, in that, you know, I'm sure they feel lonely. I'm sure they feel like, you know, this sucks. Like I feel like my year's been taken away from me, stuff like that. So, I think that's one of the biggest things. Another thing is, man, media, man. Media is always calling for our hearts, for our attention. For and, sure. And so, even as adults, right? And so, yeah. Um, that's definitely something that our students struggle Especially with. Especially with the quarantine. You know, yep. it's just like, well, I just, man, just stare at my phone all day long. Absolutely. And sometimes staring at your phone can lead you down paths that are not good. Totally. Yeah. Well, what role do you see God using the students at Peace to fulfill the mission of Peace Church? So, before you answer that, it's quiz time. Schools okay. just started pop quiz. So. What is the mission of Peace Church? Okay, the mission of Peace Church is to see everyday people. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Peace Church exists. Oh, I, I'll gosh. start it for you. All right, Peace Church exists. Hang on, I know it. I'm blanking. I'm trying to think wow. of the phraseology. Hang on. See, everyday people. So you don't even know the mission. No. So basically, you work here for the money, not the mission. Is that what you're telling me? No, it's everyday people. With this life changed through Christ-centered relationships and everyday people. I just don't okay. know the phraseology. Let me let, let let me help you out here. Oh my goodness, you're on staff and don't even know our mission. I All do, right, I go. do. I just said it. Peace Church exists to glorify God mm-hmm. and make disciples yes. by helping everyday people experience life change through Christ-centered relationships. I had that part. So that's our mission. All right. So Drew, oh god, what role do you see the students fulfilling that mission and taking part in that mission at Peace Church? Yeah, first of all, I promise you guys, I'm on board with the mission, okay? Um, <laughs> um, so, man, I love it. To glorify God, make disciples, and see everyday people change through, through life, Christ-centered relationships. Um, first of all, I think our students um, can create a discipleship culture here. Um, one of the things that we're pushing in our student ministry is we want our students to be involved in discipleship relationships um, and the funnel for that is sort of our life groups. And that's kind of, that's kind of the map we have, right? Know, grow, serve, and go. And so um, we're wanting our students to know about God when they come and we have a worship service um, to grow in a life group and then even in a discipleship group have service opportunities um, and, then, and then to go, to take the gospel to, to people in their school, um, to their friends, all kinds of good stuff. I think that... Um, I think that a next step for us a lot of times in ministry is, hey, getting a discipleship relationship. Mm-hmm. Are you in a D group and stuff? And so I think that as the students begin to have this discipleship culture of, I'm going to grow by being in a relationship with you, their parents will see it. Their parents mm-hmm. will see change in their student, and then it will just bleed throughout the whole church. And so, um, yeah, I think that's how yeah. we can – help the church. Yeah, I, I see students playing a huge role, even in serving. Like, yeah, man, I want them greeting because mm-hmm. they have so much energy. And, um, dude, I want them greeting out in the parking lots and at the doors. And obviously, they're Carl loves them in the, in the kids' ministry. I mean, they're great workers there. So, I mean, students have a whole lot to offer, yeah, to the church at large, but also to this church. And, like I said, man, living on mission. I've said it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in school, if you're in a public school, you're in the largest mission field in America. So if they're living on mission there, like the opportunities to, to literally change the world are there. For sure. Um, 
So, man, can you just, this, we call this the Life Change Podcast, so this is just a, a platform for us to be able to celebrate life change through the ministries of Peace Church. So, mm-hmm. what's a, a life change story you can share through Peace Student Ministries? Okay, so I, I did ask this person if I could share their story. Gotcha. So, um, there is this guy, his name's Johnny Boykin. Um, those of you watching this uh, may know Johnny. Awesome kid. He mm-hmm. just graduated. He graduated a little bit early. He graduated in December. Um, so... This is kind of a double a double story. So Taylor Boykin um, mm-hmm. started coming to our church. Yep. Um, and Ashley Sage. I think Ashley invited Taylor. Uh, yep. They're all involved in that way. And then Ashley and Taylor invited Johnny. Um, and so Johnny started coming probably a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe around that time yep. period. Well, Johnny was always this good kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, awesome, great head on his shoulders, and. I mean, he just got plugged in, got plugged in with a life group, um, and then he got plugged in with a D group or um, discipleship relationship with Mr. Tony Gazelle um, that came through camp, him coming mm-hmm. to camp, being involved, uh, making that decision. And so, man, just through that relationship, now um, after you know walking with Mr. Tony through the scripture, doing life with him, accountability questions, um, Johnny is going to come back in the fall, and he's actually helping us serve with our students. Mm. Um, and so talk about life change. You take a guy from a public school in Wilson who's probably never even thought about set, set, setting foot at peace. Right. A student invites them. They get plugged in. They get into a discipleship relationship, and now they're feeding back into the church by serving the students who are coming up. And so, man, I get pumped about stuff For like sure. that. Um, it's super cool too because I I love Johnny. I know Johnny. It's it's awesome to um, kind of be a part of his story. Always so. smiling. Always, I mean, always, smiling. yeah. Just a joyful person is Absolutely. what I see when I look at Johnny. Man, that's awesome. Um, well, Drew, man, how can we be praying for you and specifically peace students? Yeah. So you mentioned this earlier with COVID nineteen and just all that's going on there. Man, we we want to be safe, mm-hmm. um, and yet we want to reach our students. And, and it's so hard to reach students and be safe. For sure. Honestly, because they're they're invincible, right? You remember how it was <laughs> Absolutely. being a teenager? For um, sure. And so we, we want to love on them well. We want them to have community, but we want to be safe. And so pray for that. Um, yeah, because that really affects everything we do, right? And so, yeah, that's how you can cool. pray for the ministry. All right, man. Drew, thanks a lot, man. Um, exciting things happening with our student ministry. I love it. So, but before we get out of here, one of the things we do is we just like to ask some personal rapid-fire questions just to get to know you a little bit. So, first question, man, right off the bat. Oh, gosh. Man, why don't you vote? I mean, you're, oh, no. you're an adult now. We got an election coming up, but, like, you've never voted. You're, you said you're 24. Oh, no. So, you've had six years that you can vote, but yet you won't vote. So, why don't you vote, man? I'm I'm planning to vote this year. Yeah, you that's, are. That's or else you're like, fired. No. Let's put so, it that way. Here's a very important question. I've never asked anybody this question on this podcast, but it's one that, to me, is, is very important. Okay. Over or under on a toilet paper roll? Well, hang on. Under. Ugh. It goes See, under. See, dude, no, it does not. It goes over. It's got to go over. Like, I'm that type of person. Like, if I go into a restroom and it's not, I'm so confused. <laughs> I flip it over so that uh, it's coming over, not anyway. So you pull it from the back of it? Uh, from the top. Top down like that. Oh. 
I think I go under. I, I honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. I got you. All right. So, what book other than the Bible? What book has impacted you the most? Man, um, so love J.D. Greer's books. Um, Stop asking Jesus into your heart is mm-hmm. a really good one that affected me. Um, Gaining by losing is another one. Um, also, uh, there's a book by Paul David Tripp called mm-hmm. um, Tools in the Redeemer's Hands. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I read it when I was taking biblical counseling. Um, so you might not think, oh, you know, this is a book that's going to change your life. But it was a really good and challenging book. Um, so I would encourage anybody who's watching to maybe grab that and, and read yeah. it. Yeah, cool, man. Um, what is something you will never do again? Okay. <laughs> Um, oh wow, you you already knew we're off the bat. I do. All right, I know. Um, so a couple of our pastors here um, like to play board games, and they get people involved, and they they do these big board game gatherings. Well, I got into it for a while, uh-huh. and there's this one game called Dune. You may remember the movie Dune. I don't know. Tippett does. Um, anyways, this I go. I, we're gonna play this game, and it literally takes like seven hours. And I was like, never again, never again. And, and they still play it, and to this day, I have not. So yeah. I'll never play Dune again. <laughs> what do you spend the most time thinking about? Like, What does your mind just dwell on? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, I think a lot about ministry. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's my job, um, so I'm doing it a lot. Um, I've been thinking a lot about college, uh, life group recently. Yeah. Um, but, like, less seriously, I think about disc golf a lot. Okay. Um, also, <laughs> we, my wife and I are thinking about um, looking into buying a house. So yeah. We're, we're looking at, like, projects to work on and, you know. You just opened the door because we've got quite a few real estate agents in our church, and you just said that you're looking for a house, so they're about to start calling you. Drew I've, Hill, his number is 252. No, I've already got a real estate agent, so. Yeah. Who'd you go with? Uh, Scott Limber. He's been great. Okay. Yep. Scott's a good dude. Absolutely. All right. Have you ever been arrested? I have not been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Should you have been arrested? Probably, yeah. I haven't been arrested, no. I, I you know. We've all had our run-ins with the police, but yeah. I've never been arrested. That's good. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> all right. You, you may have sort of answered this already, but what's a skill you'd like to master? Did I answer that? Oh, yes. So so I, so I mentioned disc golf. Right. That's what I, I, I wish thought I, you'd go down there. I'd love to be great at disc golf. A skill I'd like to master? Playing the piano. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kathy Russell... Drew wants to learn how to play the piano, so he wants to do a recital with the students next year. So I might should rephrase. I, I'd like to master it without all the work. Okay, <laughs> you're yeah. such a millennial. I'd like to master something without having to work for it. If I it. could snap my fingers, and wow. I'd be a master of the piano. You are true to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> all right. A uh, couple more questions, man. Here it is. You really like to rap? Oh no. And I've even got one of your songs. <laughs> On my phone, so I'm gonna play it. And I was so you like to rap, so I want you to give me four bars freestyle about student ministry. Okay, I'm not, I won't rap it. I'll just say them. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, come out and be in a peace students life group. Um, no, 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 no. What restart? You can't rap. 
come out and be a part of a peace <laughs> life group. Um, uh, uh, all right, here we go. Let's go. Okay. All right. <laughs> peace students, we the best. Come hang out with the rest. Be up in a life group. Hot dogs and candy. There you go. All right. <laughs> That's good enough. I don't know. That was better than Chris Davenport when we had him on here. I can tell you that much. All right. Last question is this, man. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Hmm. Man, I would um I would probably want to ask about like heaven. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Um there's so much in scripture that could teach us about that, but it, it all seems so like magical, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that it's amazing, but I just want to, I'm looking forward to it already without knowing, yeah. but um, man, I would love to just have some info about, you know, what's it like? That's know? cool. I, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Rusty's going to be doing a series on heaven. So I, I look forward to that. I think coming up in 2021, we're going to see a series on heaven. So that that's pretty cool. Yeah, Drew, man, thanks a lot for joining us on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you all for uh, listening. Again, if you have not subscribed, go ahead and click subscribe so that these will automatically come to your phone or your computer or whatever it is you're listening to these on. Um, We will see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Peace Church Life Change Podcast. We hope that you were challenged and encouraged today as you listened. Until next time, Peace Church, you are sent. Let's go make disciples.